Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Four Sports Podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Um, So, really, the first topic I wanted to actually get into is the Thursday night football game from last week, which was, if I check my phone, we're just, okay, this is over five, this is, over, this is around like five to six days ago. Hell happened. What the heck happened here? This is an absolute, this is this was an absolute crap show the whole time. Not not for the Raiders, but it was forty two nothing at halftime, forty nine nothing at one point, then sixty three to seven at one point. It's an absolute crap show. I mean, I had Aiden O'Connell in fantasy. He put on an absolute show. It didn't matter because I had the first round bye. But either way, and I also had Devontae Adams. So. Yeah, this game was an absolute crap show. This is the first topic I actually wanted to touch on. I have two games from this past week to touch on. And I'm going to do some yapping while we're at it. But we're also going to be predicting the college football final. Actually, no, I'm going to delay that till next week. When we're actually closer to it. Yeah, dude, just the Raiders showed up. Like, they, they were looking for a bounce back after putting up zero points on the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, Devontae Adams went off. Trey Tucker had a really good game. Michael Mayer did really good. Jacoby Myers did really good. He also threw for a touchdown, as you can see up here. But, yeah, this was a crap show, and I, I just wanted to touch on this as my as as my first topic. 63-21, to 21, like that, I thought this game was going to be, like, I legit thought this game might be 70-20. 70-21, maybe, but either way, the Raiders, hell of a game. Still couldn't be the Dolphins 70, but it's all good. First of two games. The second one I wanted to touch on was this. Last night, technically, at the, at the when I'm recording this, I, record, I always record these on Tuesday, which means you guys will see this on Wednesday, so this will happen two days ago, but Seahawks-Eagles, uh, this, was, this, this happened yesterday on December 18th. Look. I didn't expect this. I thought I thought that got off to a really nice start. Uh, opening drive touchdown looked really like just manhandling this whole game. But then Jalen Hurst just throws two interceptions and sorry about that delay. JC did not play good. Uh, Seventeen of thirty-one, one forty-three, two interceptions. He also was the team's leading rusher with two touchdowns. And really just an absolute crap show. Like, he, he's... I shouldn't say crap show. He's a dust show. That That's a much better term. And he sucks. And they re, and the Eagles really just let that guy... Just really let him just walk all over you guys. The Seahawks had lost four straight. They're not... They would, they just weren't that good. We're not, we're not very good coming into this game. Like, like they had Drew Locke as their starter. They, they said that Geno Smith couldn't go three hours. Which I think is kind of bull, but Jackson Smith and Jigba caught the game winner. And uh, Julian Love had a hell of a day with two interceptions. Like, honestly, good by the Seahawks. And now this leads to the question of, do I think the Philadelphia Eagles are frauds? 100%. Because, like, like, look at it this way. The Eagles had all the really easy teams the first 11 weeks of the season. They lost the Jets, but you can really put that put that aside. When they finally play some real teams like, uh, oh, the Dallas Cowboys or, oh, the San Francisco 49ers, they get their ass handed to them. And, yes, they did technically beat the Cowboys, but that was at home. 
when they finally go out there, they like most like the Eagles are most likely going to win the division. But like either way, the Eagles are a fraud. Like they've lost three straight. They're ten and four, three like absolutely manhandling. Other than this game, and the Seahawks are not really are are, are not really that good. They had lost four straight coming into this game. They were looking for a win, so. But yes, either way, the the team morale is lower than ever in Philly, and they are not looking good. And I and I think that they I think they'll get knocked out first round by whoever they play. It doesn't matter who they play; they're gonna get knocked out first round. They could be playing the New England Patriots; they'll get knocked out first round. All right, uh, let's move. I, I'm actually gonna cover the Pats game right now while we are at it. I did not plan for this, but let's get it. So we actually played pretty good this game. I know the score doesn't really say it, but we played. We actually played. We actually played pretty good this game. Just the Chiefs played better because they're a more talented team. But defense was holding it down. Def- defense was definitely holding it down with Mahomes' two interceptions. Hunter Henry had another really good game. Uh, let's let's just twenty three of thirty one, one eighty touchdown and a pick. Uh, Zeke Elliott, 11, 11 of 25 for carrying. And then Kevin Harris, I don't even know who he is, 4 for 25 and a touchdown. Hunter Henry, 7 for 66 and a touchdown. Devontae Parker, 5 for 44. DeMario Douglas, 3 for 33. I had him in fantasy. He sold me. Zeke Elliott, 5 for 21. And then, yeah, just really going down the line here. Marte Mapu had a pick. Same thing with Jelani Tavide. Like, promising game from the Pats. Just did not, just didn't quite win it. Pats play next on Christmas Eve night against Denver. As you can see. I mean, I don't even know where to go. The Broncos got their asses handed to them by the Lions. And then, well, the Pats are the Pats. It's in Denver, so it's going to be tough. But I don't know. When I when I pick games at the very end, we'll see where I'll see where I'm at. Alright, so... Let's move to the Boston Celtics. I actually went to their game on Sunday. That was a hell of an experience. They play the Golden State Warriors tonight. We're getting the win. Actually, I have all the it's the Warriors are the Warriors, but they're without Draymond, so we don't we don't really know where to go from there. All right, let's see. Let's start it off here. I know I've, I record on Tuesdays now, which means that I don't cover Tuesdays games. I don't cover Tuesdays or Wednesdays games. When I record my last episode, so we're gonna get it here. Good win. Uh, really, just uh, this is something new that the NBA is doing this year, where they have really like a two-game set, but j- like just like they do for baseball, though, like the Braves will play two back-to-back games in Boston. Same thing, Cleveland played back-to-back games in Boston. Same thing with the Magic. But yeah, going down the line, Tatum and Jalen Brown had both 25 that combined for 50. Porzingis had 21, and Derek would do. Derek White continues to just be on fire. He should get he should, hot take. He should get the, he should get a starting job. Like he should get it somewhere. Maybe move Jalen Brown to small forward, move Porzingis to center, move Tatum to power forward, move White to shooting guard. I would be cool with that. Either way, dude, Derek White is playing. Absolute amazing basketball right now, and I know he he didn't play all that good when I when I went, but it doesn't it doesn't really matter all that much. He's still he's still really good. He's still playing absolutely amazing, and he deserves the minutes that he's getting with thirty seven. Uh, Drew Holiday at eleven points, Al Horford at two points, Sam Hauser at nine, Pritchard had six, 
and Cornette had four. So yeah, overall, good team win after being down in the first quarter. I had to rebound from that. Second game of the two games set. Um, here we go. We got Jalen. Uh, Jalen Brown had twenty-two. Jason Tatum had twenty-seven. Porzingis had eighteen. Uh, Drew Holiday had fifteen. Derek White. Uh, Derek White had fourteen. Al Horford had seven. Sam Hauser had nine. Pritchard didn't have any points, but he did play fourteen minutes. And Lamar Stevens, as my mic just fell out, dropped you guys there. My bad. But here we go. All right, I got that later. Okay, so. Again, another good team win to sweep the Cavs, who are no slouch of a team. Cavs aren't playing good, but they're still they're still a really good team. Same, exact same thing with the Magic. Exact same situation. But here, Jason Tatum went for 30. Jalen Brown went for 18. Lamar Stevens played actually pretty good this game. He went for 8. Uh, Derek White went for 19. Good game by Derek White. Drew Holiday... Had uh, had six. Sam Hauser at eleven. Pritchard had Pritchard went off this game. He had twenty one. Nemes Quita had four, and O'Shea Brissett finally put up double digits with eleven with eleven points. And then yeah, Peyton Peyton Pritchard was the MVP of this game. I don't care if Chase Tatum went for thirty. Peyton Pritchard played really damn good, and he was just at, he was lighting it up from three. That guy could not miss. Now the game that I went to seventeen point win. Over the Orlando Magic and the Magic, dude. The Magic played good, just the Celtics played better. Jalen Brown went for 31. So, at like it's like mid-third quarter. Jalen Brown's knocked down like three threes in a row. This guy can't miss. He pulls up with a 32-footer and he drills it. And the the place in there, loud as hell. Like like when, when, J- when Jalen Brown's going off like this or Jason Tatum or any of our players are going off like this, that place gets loud. So, yeah, Jalen Brown went for 31. Tatum went for 23, Porzingis went for 15, Drew Holiday went for 14, Derek White went for 10, Horford went for 8, Pritchard went for 5, um, Sam Hauser went for 4, and then Nemes and Delonio went for 2, went went for a bucket, and that was really it. Yeah, O'Shea Brissett's just... I think, apparently O'Shea Brissett's playing late game minutes, which I actually just discovered, so... That's it for the Celtics. Let's move on to the Bruins and the late game stuff. Dude, the late game stuff needs to get picked up. The damn late game stuff is just killing us. Let's start with Bruins. No, I actually already covered that. That was a clip. All right. This was Bruins. Devils were completely in control of the game for the first two periods and then... All of a sudden, we have an absolute logjam in front of our net, and then somehow the puck just squirts through. That that stuff can't happen. That stuff's got to get cleared. That that stuff's got to go anywhere else but our damn net. And the and again, we lost in overtime for the exact same situation. That's got to get worked on. Late game stuff's got to get picked up. But Geeky had a goal. Uh, Dan Heiner and Van Riemsdyk both assisted that goal, and nothing really else happened. So here we go. This game. This game we should not have won. This game, we absolutely should not have won, and... Hold on, one sec, guys. God bless you, me. But, uh, yeah, either way, Bruins should not have won this game. Like, chasing the score the whole game, if you guys really couldn't see. 
we were down two nothing with like two minutes left in the second, and while well, we came back with that, we were down four to we were down. I think we were down like four three, four three to the Islanders until in the final seconds we put one up there. Actually, no, it was it was three two Islanders. Then we scored one. Then the Islanders scored one. Then we scored one back to tie it, take it into a shootout, and the Bruins end up pulling it out. This game we should not have won, but. Morgan Geeky continues to be playing really good hockey. He does not he does not have the best sounding last name, but if he's good at hockey, he'll take it. Poshnok had a goal and an assist. Shattenkirk had two assists. Van Riemsdyk had a goal and an assist. Laurie had a goal. Marshan had an assist, and that's really where we stand. Yeah, that game we should not have won, but we did. And a game that we should have won but didn't win is the Bruins against the Rangers. Oh, dude. At least Vincent Trocek scored two goals, and I have him in fantasy hockey, so he put up some good numbers. But that doesn't matter. Just what the hell was this? I mean, the Bruins controlled the—this is exactly how it was with the Devils game. Controlled the game for the first two periods. You're doing really good. Let up a goal in the third with, like, seven minutes left. And then, for the exact same situation, just the late-game stuff— kills us, and that's why the Bruins have five losses, we should be what the Rangers have right now, except not seven losses, we should be like, we should be around like 23, 4, and whatever, but we're not, because the late game stuff's absolutely killing us, and why we lose these games, late game stuff's got to get picked up, and whenever there's a log jam in front of our net, just needs to get cleared, one way or another, but yeah, Trent Frederick had a goal, Portas, and Van Riemsdyk assisted that goal. I'm I'm liking the way that um, I'm liking the way that Matthew Portas plays hockey, and he and he can he could he could be really good for us. But I don't know. We'll we'll see where we are. But that's it for the Bruins. I think Bruins play again Tuesday against the Wild at home. Hopefully we get the win. But who knows. I can't really think of anything else that we got to do. Yeah, yeah, so we'll move to picks for this week. This, this is going to be a quick episode of a good amount of upsets. And last week, I had a good week. I won 11-5, and five, so looking at what games I got, I got the Raiders, I got the Bengals, I did not get the Steelers, I got the Lions, I did not get the, I did not get the Saints. I picked the Browns. I did not. I did not pick the Falcons. I picked the Bucks. Picked the Dolphins. Picked the Chiefs. Sadly, picked the Texans. Picked the picked the Niners. Picked the Rams. I did not pick the Bills. Picked the Ravens and did not pick the Eagles. So that is an eleven and five record. I may. I may. I may not account to that right. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11. Yeah, that, that is correct. I went 11 and 5, bringing my overall record to, I think, 134 and 90. Yeah, I think that's right. Hold on. Let me just check again. Yeah, so that'll, that'll bring me, I'll bring my overall record up to 134 and 90, which means. Three weeks and I have to stay under ten wrong. I'm duck, dude. I'm there. Like, there's absolutely no way I get this. But let's do it anyway. I have. I have to finish out the season for you guys. Also, speaking of picks, I may. I have actually. I have actually decided to do something where, 
every week on Instagram, I will be picking every every MLB game of every day. Yes, I know that sounds like an absolute hassle because MLB is pretty much every day, but we're gonna do it anyway for you guys. And if I miss a day, then I'll pick last and I'll pick last week, and I I promise you I won't pick how the games actually turn out. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking of doing that. If you guys want to see it, then um then like, you can actually like this podcast. I was gonna say that, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. If, if you guys want to see it, I'll have a pullout for it, maybe. So, either way, let's get into this pick. We got the Saints at the Rams. Rams should absolutely, should, should absolutely win this. They, they 100% should have no problem with this. The Saints are garbage. I don't care if they... I don't care if they won against the Giants. And, uh, what's his name? Demario Davis? I don't even know if it was Demario Davis. But somebody did the DeVito celebration when... He, DeVito got sacked, so should win this game. I'm actually going to start doing score predictions for every game, so I'm going to pick the Rams 27-16 to over the Saints. Let's move to the Bengals at the Steelers. Dude, the Steelers are cooked. They are cooked, and their matchup doesn't get any easier with the Bengals. Bengals, last week, coming back against the Vikings from down like 17-3, to I believe, to win that game in overtime. Which is actually pretty impressive. But yes, either way, Bengals win this one 20-13. Yeah, the, this game this game should be close, but the Bengals should win it. We actually got Saturday football again. So Saturday night, we have the Bills at the Chargers. Chargers fired Brandon Staley. Good for them. Chargers gave up 63 points to the Raiders. Good for them. They're going to they're, they're gonna get absolutely destroyed uh, if they had if the chargers had justin herbert i would actually take the chargers but since they have Easton stick and i don't even know who that is i'm gonna take the bills in this one all right up next we have the commanders at the jets and the jets got absolutely destroyed and they're gonna they're gonna have trevor simeon as their qb so i'm gonna actually pick the washington commanders for this one and a win over the jets Jets at home, they're gonna get they're, they're gonna they're gonna get leveled. Actually, I'm gonna pick a thirty to thirteen. I also forgot to do a p- score prediction for the Bills against the Chargers, thirty to seventeen. Bills. All right, next week the Lions at the Vikings. I know the Lions just absolutely kicked the crap out of the Broncos, but the Vikings, I just have a sneaky upset that the Lions fall into the trap game. Vikings, I know they have Nick, I know they have Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins played really good, by the way. And the and I just think Vikings at home against the Lions has just been historically good. Lion and Jer and like the new Lions in Viking Stadium are like 0-4 or something like that. So I'm going to pick the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. Twenty to seventeen. It's it, it, it's gonna be close. It might come down to a game winning field goal, but next we have the Browns at the Texans. Give me the Texans, bro. I. Actually, I'm going to hold up on that real quick. I don't know if C.J. Stroud's playing. Because if, if C.J. Stroud's going to play, then yes, the Texans will win it. But the Browns, I completely butchered my typing. But, oof. I take back everything that I said. He is te- he's still in concussion protocol, which means I'm going to pick the Cleveland Browns to win this game in Houston. I know the, te- the Texans, even though they beat the, the Titans in like in late game, the Texans looked horrible, especially that first half. I mean, Case Keenum throwing one of the worst passes I've ever seen to absolutely nobody except the Titans defender. But let's move to the Packers at the Panthers. Dude, Joe Barry should be fired. He should have never had the job coming into this year. 
Joe Barry sucks as a defensive coordinator and the la- and the lack of effort by the Packers defense. And that really doesn't have much to do with Joe Barry, but either way, Packers defense is not looking good right now. And they have to play the Panthers, which hopefully the Packers can bounce back. I have them bouncing back. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers won this. Also, did you guys see that the Panthers actually actually um actually made history, not in a good way? I'll pull that up for you. Um there's um low low attendance. See, we'll see if we can find some good images. Not Florida Panthers. They do have low attendance as well, but not for the Stanley Cup finals, of course. If you can't sell the if you can't sell out a Stanley Cup finals game, then what the hell are you doing? But yes, dude, it, this was an absolute ghost town. And I don't care about Taylor Swift, but also it was like, look, 2023 was never going to be a great year for the Carolina Panthers. It was a new head coach and a rookie QB behind center. Frank Reich's team could hope was a was a was a spot contending for for a divi- for a division title in the week in the week NFC in the week NFC South. Oh, friends, think, things did not turn out that way. In fact, it's tough to imagine them being any worse. Yeah, there's nowhere to go but up for the for the Panthers. I said that in the in the the beginning in the beginning of the year predictions and I was wrong about that. Struggles have been monumental, exacerbated by the success of CJ Stroud. The quarterback drafted one spot after him with the Houston with the Houston Texans. At one at one and twelve Carolina came into week fifteen with the league's worst record. There the, there's no silver there's no silver lining to that. They're they're pending first round their pending first round draft pick would, would which almost certainly be would certainly almost be first overall. It's a massive trade that made Young a Panther in the first place. Like and here and here are some uh here are some photos by by David Newton if like this thing just stops being weird for a minute. Like look at that. Holy crap, dude, that's a ghost town. That's a that's a ghost town. That's like Area 51 type of stuff. But like yet if you had a quarter, you could go to that football game. If you just had two quarters, the cheapest ticket there was forty-five cents. I kid you not, that was actually the case. The Sherman Taylor Swift, I don't care. All right, look, Von, I had the Packers beating the Panthers in this one. Uh, like I think uh, Packers are gonna kill them, like thirty-seven, thirty-two to seven. I mean, yeah, thirty-two to seven, and the Panthers are gonna have another. Record low attendance. I think you could legitimately count how many people were in that stadium from that, from those pictures. Seahawks at the Titans. Seahawks move it to two straight. Titans don't look good, and the Seahawks got the win over the Philadelphia Eagles, so fair enough. Colts at Falcons. Dude, Falcons, how do you lose to Carolina? How? But seriously, though, Colts are going to kill them. They they killed the Steelers. They're gonna kill the Falcons. Um, honestly, the best thing you can hope for right now is that Arthur Smith is gone. I think he, Arthur Smith should absolutely be fired, and he should be fired from the Pat McAfee show. He should stop coming on every week. So Colts Falcons. I'm taking Colts twenty to seven. Yeah, it sounds good enough. Now we have Jags at the Bucks. Tough, tough, but the Jags bounce back. I know Baker Mayfield looked absolutely amazing, and the Bucks got a really big win over the Packers. Like Bucks played their best game of the season, but the Jags are a different level, and I think the Jags sputtering right now. They've lost three straight. They're gonna they're they're gonna be looking for a bounce back, and I think and I think the Bucks are a team that they're gonna get their bounce back. They don't have to travel very far. 
So I can have the home game. Jags get the win. Cowboys at Dolphins, dude, give me, sadly, because I hate the Cowboys, but give me Dallas. Cowboys, it's not cold. It's not cold in Miami, and it, the Cowboys are the Cowboys got absolutely rocked against the Bills, and I think that the Cowboys are going to be looking for a for for a bounce back here against the Bills and going to Miami, having it be really warm like like Texas weather. They, the Cowboys should should win this game. The Dolphins, I know they beat the Jets thirty nothing, gave them absolutely no chance, but. This is where the Cowboys assert their dominance, which sounds so weird to say, but up next we have the Cardinals at the Bears. I have the Bears in this one. Um, I have the Cardinals moving to 3-12, and but let's go 27-13. to Yeah, sounds about right. Up next, Sunday night football, Christmas Eve night, we have the Patriots at the Broncos. New England. This is probably biased because I'm a Pats fan, but also the fact that I can't I don't know I don't know about this. Like this feels like this feels like the Pats Steelers game from from a couple of weeks ago. Not Broncos not not a very good team. Yes, they have definitely picked it up, but still not a very good team. Playing at night, going up against the Pats on the road, very loud atmosphere. Pats make it 2-0 in that situation. Pats win 21-20. Raiders at the Chiefs. As much as I want to say Raiders, but I have to pick the Chiefs. I sadly have to pick the Chiefs to move to 10 and 5. And this is the first game of the triple header on Christmas. I'm looking forward to that night game, but we got to pick the Giants at the Eagles first, and the Eagles finally bounce back. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Giants actually won this. Hell, I think the Giants have a really good chance of winning this game. But I, I know I say it every time, but I can't imagine the Eagles playing like doggy ass for three weeks straight. Give me Eagles. Up next, we have Ravens at the Niners. Game of the week. I'm watching this whole game. I'm watching this whole game no matter how long or how little it takes. Give me San Fran at home against Baltimore. This is going to be a hell of a game. Rematch of like 2003 Super Bowl, I think. Oh, hi there, bud. Bosco decided to join us to say goodnight to all y'all. But look, Baltimore-San Fran, hell of a game. Give me San Fran to win this game 34-31. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you go check out my Instagram at Big Four Sports Podcast. No spaces. You already know how it is. And, uh, yeah, go Pats, as always. And that'll do it. All right. Peace.